You're listening to the Daily Sweat Podcast, where we are all about doing something that makes you sweat every single day. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast. And this is actually going to be a very fun and exciting episode for me. I have a super top secret special guest on today. Now, if my sound sounds a little bit off from how it normally does, usually I sit with my face like right in that microphone, but because I have my special guest sitting right beside me, the microphone is actually in between the two of us. And so today I am super, super pumped because I have my life partner, my chosen mate, my boyfriend slash probably a husband, except we're not married, Jordan joining us. So Jordan, welcome to the Daily Sweat Podcast. Hello, thank you. (laughs) Um, It's very formal. Yeah, it was super, super formal. It's kind of funny because you're not a formal kind of guy. Um... This is really fun and exciting for us. Jordan is not involved in like the online space. Uh, he has not an, at all. Yeah, he has an Instagram account with like four posts on it. Um, so I don't think you've ever done anything like this before, have you? No. Like you've never done an interview kind of thing? No, not really. I have a job interview. That's about it. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, this is not a job interview, so don't feel like you need to be all fancy pants. Um, and today we're going to be talking about different things that come up in relationships. So this is going to be a little bit of a combination of talking about experiences that we've had in our own relationship. Um, And my intention with that is to help you in your own relationships, whether that's a romantic relationship, a friendship, a business partnership, the things that we're going to talk about today. um, One of the things specifically would be relevant to all relationships and two are definitely more pertinent towards romantic relationships. And the reason why I wanted to do this, we actually started talking about this last year and then we both kind of fell off the boat. Um, But we are, at the time of recording, we are exactly one month away from spending 10 years of our life together. Is that so? eh? I didn't know. (laughs) 10 years. 10 years, which is crazy because I'm 30, you're 31. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's been a long time together. I know, it's like a third of our lives. You think back to like, I don't know, I remember being in elementary school and going from like grade four to grade seven. Yeah, it was, seemed like an eternity. Yeah, right? so long and these 10 years have flown by. Because we're having fun. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So cliche, but <laughs> so true. Um, and so the first thing that I really want to talk about is communication. And communication is so important in all areas of our lives, but I think it's especially important in our relationships. And I personally believe like, like you and I are so similar on so many things, Mm -hmm. but we're so different on so many things. And I think it's our ability to communicate that has allowed us to grow and expand and evolve and do all of these things side by side over these last 10 years. What do you think? Yeah, we meet in the middle on a lot of things too. I mean, like you, you're more active than me, but I'll always join you in doing that sort of stuff. Like there's just so many things that I don't even know. 
That was good. That was good. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it, again, it goes back to that communication piece, right? Like, I always trust that if there is something that you don't actually yeah. want to be doing, that you're going to tell me. Oh, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> and that's the thing, because because I don't say anything. You're always asking me, are you sure about this? Or, like, do you really want to do this? And I'm like, I'll let you know. I just, I'm, I'm not the greatest communicator, but, like, when I have something to say, I'll let you know. And you know that. And the same goes for you. Like, well, you're a lot better communicator than, than I am. But, you know, you'll tell me when there's something you're not into or you don't want to be doing that. And, and, and I'm okay with that, too. Like, we, we can always kind of common ground. It's not like you're getting pissed off or I'm getting pissed off. It's mm-hmm. just you have, to, you have to communicate what you want, your needs. You know, you can't just expect that I'm going to know or I can't expect that you're going to know. For sure. And yeah, so that's kind of what I want to dive into. And I don't think it's so much that you're not a good communicator. I think that one of the big differences between us is that I have a lot of opinions and a lot of references. I usually (laughs) keep it to myself. And even then, like you're so much more easygoing, right? Like you're, you don't care what we do on the weekend. Mm -hmm. You don't care if you don't do anything. You don't tend to not care if you do a lot of stuff. Whereas Mm -hmm. like, I, if I want to do something, I really want to do it. And if I don't, I really don't. Yeah. And you like to have a plan and I'm very just uh, like whatever goes, goes like I'm very spontaneous. Well, not so much spontaneous, but like if something happens, comes up Mm -hmm. spontaneously, then yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go for it. Yeah. But you like to have your plans, and sometimes we don't. And you know what? I think you feel better for it when we just wing it sometimes, right? Oh, totally. Like, um, this is starting to get super off topic, but when we were in Bali, we didn't have a plan yeah, that for was really great. anything. And the only thing that we had a plan for was Nusa Panita. Yeah. And that was and like the that worst. that was our part. worst experience. <laughs> it fucking sucked. It did. But um, I was going to say another story for another day, but I kind of talked about that a little bit already. So um, do you think... Has communication always been really strong between us? Um, it has been, I think, more so in the last, like, five years. Like, the first half of our relationship, we were still young and kind of figuring out what we wanted and stuff. And, I mean, I've been doing the same thing work-wise for a little bit now. And, like, my day is just typical. And sometimes we wouldn't talk about stuff all the time. And it was always just a, you know... We'll figure something out. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about that. But but I think, like, from, from a communication, uh, like, in terms of communicating our needs, not like, oh, how was your day, honey, oh, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. but, like, do you think that, like, you and I have always found it really easy to communicate with one another, or do you think that's something that we've developed? I think we sort of developed it. Like, I mean, I, I've never had a problem like not saying things to you like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that or mm-hmm. I don't think this is a good time to bring this up. If I if I got something to say, I'm going to let you know, right? Right. Um, but honestly, like I, I think we've grown and like built upon our, our, I don't know, our foundation, I guess you could say, being more cliche again. But mm-hmm. um, we... We have learned to communicate better over the years. I think more so for you, because um, sometimes you would just expect me to know and then maybe get a little upset because I, I didn't. You got to tell me these things. Like I don't, I don't fucking know. 
I spent so much time being mad at you for yeah. shit you didn't know I was mad at you about. Yeah, like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Like, what? what's with the silent treatment now? Did I do something? But, yeah, like, that's the thing. For From a guy's perspective, like, you got to... You got to tell me what the fuck you want or what the fuck you're trying to say because I, I'm just pretty, pretty straight up and basic, right? I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. And I think that was a really hard thing for me to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time just expecting you to, to know how I wanted things, right? You know I like a clean apartment, so therefore you should know to like yeah. help me with cleaning or you should know that I've had a busy week and that... I need help. Yeah, but you got to see I like I know that. That's the thing. Deep down I know that shit. <laughs> but you got to be like, "Hey, get off your fucking ass and like do the laundry or well, laundry's something I, I don't mind doing. I usually do it anyways, but mm-hmm. but just like clean up after yourself, you filthy animal, that sort of thing. <laughs> like I'm not like messy, really. Like we got some some clutter things, but you know, it's 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 also a partnership too, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't just expect like I'm gonna come home and dinner's made and place is all clean. Like you're you're working more than I am, mm-hmm. hour wise, but yeah, you know, we have like two totally different kind of work lifestyles. Oh like, yeah, very different, vastly different. So, like yeah, the, the communication has to be there, and you got to just be straight up, and and you have come a long way in that in that category for sure. Yeah. And this is something that I hear from a lot of my friends. And I say a lot of my friends, like I have a lot of friends, which (laughs) we, those of you who know me know that I don't have a lot of friends, but in, in just a lot of the conversations that I have with people when it comes to relationships, a big thing is like frustration because the other partner isn't doing the thing that the person who I'm talking to wants them to do. And I can wholeheartedly relate to that because, like I said, you know, I spent a lot of time being upset that, like, Jordan wouldn't wash the dishes or not that he would. That, that was that he, before we had a dishwasher, though. Yes. Because that, that would piss you off way more when <laughs> we lived amazing. in our other place. But even then, there was, like, there was a turning point in that where I came to realize, like, I was so resistant for so long that, like, I would come home and, like, the dishes wouldn't be washed and I would... I wouldn't want to ask you to wash them. Mm-hmm. I was, like, set in my belief that, like, you should just know to wash them. See, that's fair, though, because, like, when you would come home, I wouldn't be in a position where, like, oh, I, I'm unable to do the fucking dishes <laughs> right now. I understand that. No, it's not like that. I just... I'm trying to give you an out here, man. I, I know that, <laughs> but you don't have to cover up for me. It's all yeah. good. I, I'm just not very good with the with the chores and no. that sort of thing. No, like, you got to let me know. And that is really when things changed, when mm-hmm. I started to be like, okay, you know what? I have a lot going on this mm-hmm. week, so this night and this night, I yeah, need you to take exactly. care of dinner. Um, if you could do the dishes, blah, blah, blah. And once I started doing that, and, like, you were like, okay, cool. Like, there was no pushback from you. You weren't like, I don't want to do that. Life is so hard. Like, I had made this story in my mind that, like, you would kind of get into. Um and now I just I just own it. I understand the fact that you and I see things a little bit differently. I you you and I can look at an apartment, and you'll see a, yeah, it's yes, clean enough. Yeah, what's wrong <laughs> with it? And I'll be like, oh my god, there's shit everywhere, right? So I have to understand that you don't necessarily see things the way that I do, mm-hmm. and that it I need to state my needs. I need to ask for help when yeah. Maybe when maybe when I don't even need it. Maybe when I would just you just benefit. want to take a load off, right? Yeah, yeah. totally, and. That is something, 
that I really can't emphasize the importance enough to, especially to my female friends. We all know, like, we all have been in that instance where we believe that the man should be able to read our minds or that he should know us well enough to know that this thing is important and that he should do it for us. And, like, you know what? There probably are guys out there who do who do those things, mm-hmm. right? Who, like, do take that initiative. But I think that based on the conversations that I've had, they are an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, it's not a, but on my end of things now too, like I can kind of anticipate what you're kind of looking for, um, in these situations and I'll just go ahead and do stuff. Like you'll come home and be like, Oh, you did that. Oh, thank you. And like, it's, it's just because we've, you've communicated it to me and Mm -hmm. now it's more of a, it's more of a common thing. I'll just go ahead and do it. But yeah, it's, it's come a long way for for sure. sure. And I would say like. I feel like, like, for those who don't know, like, Jordan and I had a really, like, a very different start to our relationship than a lot of people. We met when we were living and working in Manning Park, which is a resort in the middle of nowhere. So you live together, you party together, you work together, like... Yeah, there's no bullshit, really. Yeah, you know exactly who the people who you're, like, socializing with are right away. And it wasn't long. Like, we probably knew each other kind of sort of for about a month. Um, I thought you were an asshole yeah, when I, I first met gonna you. Yeah, I was just going to say, why don't you bring that up? I was the <laughs> biggest asshole in the world. And that's another thing because, you like, I, I had what I had headphones yeah, in or something headphones. and you walked by me and I had my head down. I guess I just didn't look up <laughs> and you said hi to me and I didn't answer. You're like, oh, what an asshole. Fuck yeah, I was guy. like, we don't do that here in Manning mm-hmm. Park. We're nice to everyone mm-hmm. and this guy's a jerk. Um, but once I got over that and I realized that you were kind of cool, like, we... Kind of. <laughs> okay, really cool. Um, we, like, started, quote, unquote, dating. And within, like, a month, essentially, we knew that we were, like, going to spend our lives together. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really, really quick. It's It was one of those instances where, like, when you know, you know. Yeah. So I think that definitely plays a part in, like, the ease of communication. But at the time, too, like, I was also still an alcoholic. Yeah. So Well, I, I was... We're in the same boat. Like, I was partying there, too, right? We were, mm-hmm. what, I was 21, you were 20? Yeah. yeah. And alcohol takes away the filter. Yeah. Alcohol also makes you say shit you don't mean, but it took away the filter. So I think right from the get-go, it was almost like, as soon as a thought pops into my head, it was like verbal diarrhea. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, told you everything. And that kind of set the tone. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say that over the years, as... I've done more work on myself and I've become a lot more self-aware. Um, it's really hard to communicate when you don't actually know like what your thought process is, right? So to give you an example, like we, we had a silent argument yesterday. <laughs> it was Yeah, not, <laughs> that was it was kind of weird. It was not really an argument. It just some shit went down and then we went and did our own thing for a few hours yeah. and then we came back together. Um but and then we communicated. We did. Yeah, we communicated Imagine about what that. happened. And then it, and then we just laughed and said like, "What the fuck was that? Why?" Yeah. Are you? Well, but I wasn't mad or anything either. I was a little mad. Yeah, you were. Yeah. But I was a little mad. <laughs> a little salty. Um, but to give you an example of how that scenario would have been different, say even like four years ago when I didn't have the level of self awareness that I have now, um, I was upset because. 
Jordan didn't finish listening to a sentence that I was saying. And in my mind, I would be like, if I didn't have that level of self-awareness, like my initial thing was, oh, I'm mad because he cut me off. But as we spent a little bit of time apart and I had some time to think about it, I was like, well, I'm not mad just at the fact that he interrupted me. I'm mad because the thing that I was saying, I was actually looking for validation around a certain situation in my in that statement that I was expressing to him and by him cutting me off I viewed that as being unvalidated Mm -hmm. and that allows me to look at my own part in it and to see like what were my motives in this situation um what needs did I have that didn't be fulfilled that weren't fulfilled by Jordan and how can I fulfill those needs on my own so that it doesn't turn into like a big resentful thing and we end up arguing all night right and that did not happen overnight. My ability to like look at my own um, my own part in conflict or in disagreements or in just like a situation, I would never have done that in friends, with my parents, in work environments, in anything of the sort. It was always um, it was always like, what did the other person do, and mm-hmm. why am I upset about yeah. that? To be fair, though, I. I... I have a problem with interrupting (laughs) you sometimes just because like a thought pops in my head and I just got to say it. I know. You're very impulsive like that. And it is cute sometimes. Like you try to finish my sentences and a lot of the time you can finish my Mm -hmm. sentences because you know what I'm going to say. But I just want to be heard, okay? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I feel you. But again, like that, that for me to get to this point took a lot of meditation. Yeah. A lot of journaling, a lot of just exploring What's going on inside my own internal yeah. landscape and how does that impact and how I show up? And looking inside you and just figuring it out, right? Because, yeah. Yeah, like I can't know what you're thinking, right? Like we were talking about before. Like I don't know you want me to do the dishes. and I mean, obviously we should do the dishes or else we're not going to have anything <laughs> to eat off of after. But, you know. That's true. That is true. Dishes are important. Yeah. Um, so I want to switch gears a little bit and move on from communication and kind of talk about like growing together in relationships. And this is a big one for us because we we started dating when we were so young and we were in very, very different places in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both party animals though. Yeah. Like, and that's like how we kind of met too, right? In that situation. Pretty much everyone who lived that's in Manning true. was a party true. animal. If you didn't like to party and you lived in Manning, you probably like didn't have a great time. Yeah, I was thinking um, the same thing. <laughs> um, but we've, we've evolved. Like we, our commonalities, like we like the same music. I think that was one of our commonalities. Yeah. We like nature and we like to party. Yeah. Um, and as we've grown and evolved together, like something happened and I became this person who like loves fitness and triathlons and going for long ass runs and bike rides. And you did not join me. Yeah. That Cause <laughs> that, that was more of me in my younger years. Like I played a lot of sports and stuff and then I kind of grew out of that. I mean, I sometimes look back and wish I did play more sports still and stuff, but you know, it's never too that's, late. Uh, yeah. I know that. Like I, I would still, I would still get out there and you know, we go to the gym together and and just my job, too, is very physical. So I, most of the time, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. And I will say that I felt a lot of, not like, I don't know, maybe like, not guilt, but like guilt light, I guess. Um, when I first really got into fitness, because that was what was helping me stay sober, I didn't feel a lot of guilt around it. Like when I started going for like the long runs and long bike rides and like dedicating like a bunch of my time to training for triathlons, 
there was like a little bit of guilt in that. And I'm curious, like, how did you, like in your mind with like your partner kind of growing in a slightly different direction, like how did that feel for you? See, I never felt like you were doing this to, you know, like get away from me or anything like this was a personal journey you needed to take. And like you were bettering yourself. I, I don't know, maybe like I, I took that time too to, mm-hmm. you know, look into myself too, but it was like, I never, I was never mad at you or like, I know that was a thing for you. I always supported you. I would, you know, drive you to your triathlons and like help you with your bike and stuff like that. And, and I was proud of you. Like, to go from like the party animal you were and then to to just be this crazy fitness monster like <laughs> well like it was amazing because like who just goes from that to doing triathlons and like running and like kettlebell swings like you do and like Turkish okay. get-ups okay. and okay but you know what I Thank mean? Thank you like, for stroking my ego. Well, but. it's true, though. Like, I, it's just amazing. But it, it never made me feel bad or like, oh, she she's just growing apart from me. Like, it's the thing with, like, our relationship is it's it's a union, but it's also so, like, we're growing in our own way, too. And we have to be ourselves and do what's right for ourselves. But, like... It's so hard to explain too because mm-hmm. it's just it's just there like it's it's this underlying thing we have and you, I I'd say we're soulmates but we're not what was that twin flames We're not twin flames. Yeah, no. because that's that's crazy <laughs> shit. Um but yeah, it's just Yeah, so I, I never felt like you were growing apart from me in any way. And I think that speaks to to the need for security in a relationship and security that doesn't come from the other partner, right? Mm -hmm. Like your ability to feel secure in your relationship, whether that is a friendship or a romantic relationship and to understand that when the other person starts to develop uh, interests that are outside of yours, that that's okay. Yeah. You have to support that too. Yeah. So, you know, if you suddenly were like, oh, I'm going to go... I don't know. What would you do? I feel like you'd go, like, be a botanist or, like, you would go yeah. be, like, like, an eagle herder or something. Or, like, a falconer or <laughs> That's something. That's what it yeah. is, yeah. Like, if you... <laughs> you go outside and herd some eagles yeah, with the guard, at the dump. Yeah. Um, sorry, our dog Lucy's getting in on the conversation now if you can hear her breathing. Um, you know, if you were to go and start doing those things and that took away, like, time from us, like, spending with one another, I feel secure enough in our relationship oh, yeah, that totally. it wouldn't... I wouldn't feel threatened by the falcons mm-hmm. or by the plants that you go to explore, right? See, I think a while ago, though, you would have. Oh, for sure. If, if this, if we kind of, like, I was just, I wouldn't say I was on the sidelines when you were getting into your fitness and all that sort of thing and and getting sober, but, like, I, if I did something else, maybe you would have been like, well, like, are you not interested in this anymore? Is yeah. this not going to work out? Yeah. But to me, like, I would probably look at you and just, because I've looked at you before and been like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? I don't have that thought whatsoever. Because I think you just kind of, you would assume the worst, right? Yeah. And just be like, oh, this is over. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and you've changed so much in that aspect, too. Like, it's not always, like, a chicken little thing. Like, the world is, is over and, you know. 
like 99% of the time it's not. There's still yeah. that 0.1. But um, again, and I feel like this is essentially like the Daily Sweat podcast should just be called Just Fucking Know Yourself <laughs> because I feel like so much of this really stems back to like your own relationship with yourself mm-hmm. and your ability to know yourself and understand yourself, right? So like if you're feeling yourself getting um, triggered by or feeling insecure about the fact that like say a close friend of yours or your partner or something like that is developing an interest that maybe they don't share with you, mm-hmm. um, it's an opportunity to look at like, okay, so why does this bother me? Like what meaning about myself am I attaching to this? And then going back and practicing those really strong communication skills and having an open conversation with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that so many people who listen to this, and I, I'm going to say women because it's like 90% women that who are in my online communities, but like I'm sure a lot of women can relate to where I used to come from and that like of always expecting the worst, right? Of thinking that like, oh, Jordan's not super attentive today, so he must want to break up with me. Or he did this thing and that must mean he's mad at me, right? Like, we make up these scenarios yeah. in our heads. And I've got like, other shit going on, too. Yeah. It's not always about you. Well, I like to think that it is. Um, but yeah, like, I would come up with, like, arguments yeah. in my mind and, like, have a full fight with now, you in my head. <laughs> see, going back to that, too, like, if I was the same way as you, maybe something would have not worked out. And yeah. I would have been like, oh, now now I'm way over here all alone and you're doing your thing and I'm not interested in that. What the fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'd get all... But, like, I, I think I, I'm pretty self-aware. Well, I mean, I became more self-aware as we grew together, too. But uh, I think I was already in a further along position when we got together, too. You've just been like... You're so chill. Like, you're so... Yeah, it like, doesn't take... Yeah, you're so grounded and just, like... Nothing really bothers me. No, and I feel like the universe put you on this planet for a number of reasons, but, like... I'm your grounding stone. (laughs) You're here to, like, teach me that, like, most things in life actually don't matter. Don't fucking matter. And I, I would really say it's only been within the last year that I've started to actually believe that. Yeah, and, like, really open your eyes to it and just be like, whoa. (laughs) So thank you for... Um, sticking with me for nine years and making a big deal out of Be here the rest of your life, girl. All right. Or mine, whoever dies for it. It was probably me, though, I think. you're going to go first. That should knock on wood. Um, cool. And then the last thing that I kind of want to talk about, so when we were talking about, like, points that we wanted to discuss before, I feel like, like, the things that we do really well in our relationship, like, we're really good at communicating. Um, excuse you, Lucy. Um, We're really good at communicating, and I think we've grown together and we've evolved together quite well. Um, And something that we're kind of like in the midst on, so whereas the last two things we're kind of like, yeah, I feel like I can actually, yeah, like I can teach something on this. Something that we're kind of just in like the process of working on together, and like we're in that, we're in the process, I guess, of like keeping things fresh in our relationship because we've been together 10 years. Um, because I'm only 30 and you're only 31, um, you, you get to a point in a relationship where you get really comfortable. Yeah. And. Well, it's been a long time. I know. Like most people our age haven't been in relationships this long, right? Like, especially starting from our early twenties, it's more of a, you're exploring yourself at that point, right? And, yeah. And so my, my concern was that like, okay, so if we're this comfortable when we're 30, like when we're. 
40, are we going to be like those 70-year-olds who like sleep in separate beds? Yeah, two two twin beds. Yeah, like don't really (laughs) talk a whole lot. So Just just the dinner, supper conversation. What's for supper? Okay, you want that? How was your day? Fine. How was yours? Fine. All right, go watch your TV show. And like, I don't want that to be our relationship. So I don't either. Good. So we are in the process now of like, you know, working at like, how do we keep things fresh? So something that we talked about a couple weeks ago was um, planning a date night every week. Mm -hmm. And date nights don't have to be like going out for dinner and getting fancy. Um, A date night can be like, let's take Lucy out for like a sunset walk. Mm -hmm. Or let's go for a dip in the hot tub. Or like, let's go to the gym and like not have our headphones on and kind of like work out together. Um, what are some ways that, like, you think that we can keep things fresh? Well, like, you know how you say sometimes, like, we, um, like, I'll come home from work and you're, you're working and we feel like we're together, we're in the same room, well, because our apartment's, like, one room, <laughs> but we're, we're together, but we're not, we're doing our own thing and it feels comfortable, mm-hmm. like you've been saying, like, I, I just think, yeah, we need to, like, I need to get up and be like, okay, you're done working yeah. for... 20 or 30 minutes let's go for a walk or you know let's drive up up the hill and watch the sunset or something you know like it's just there's so many little things you can do and like you can just take a break from what you're doing like I I like to to game and sometimes I get distracted and and it's just the same thing with you with work you're just Mm -hmm. like all into it and we're just not talking but we're in the same room together yeah so we feel like we're together but we're just in our separate little bubble. Yeah. So, yeah, like, just little things, like going for walks or, you know, we can go think about dinner because that's such an issue sometimes. <laughs> like, that's probably one of our... If we do have arguments, it's about that. Like, I don't want that or... Yeah. But, yeah, there's... Like, we're, it, we are working on it too, right? Yeah. It, uh, like, you kind of put me on the spot here. I did. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think like, kind of what, what Jordan's alluding to there is, like, the idea of, like, breaking out of routine, right? Yeah. So it is you, kind of a routine. I you guess. get comfortable in a relationship, but you also get comfortable in your life, right? Like, you know, like, or I know, like, Mondays, I work during the day, and then I go to training, and then I come home from training, and then we make dinner, and then we usually watch, like, something on TV, and then we go to bed. And... That's kind of like how Mondays always go. And it takes like just, it takes kind of like waking yourself up out of that routine Mm -hmm. and being like, okay, rather than sitting on the couch and watching TV while we watch dinner, can we just like sit at the counter and talk while we eat? And that's something to We do that a lot too. We have been doing that more. And then that, that gets us into like some good conversations and other things open up too. And then again, communication, we just state our needs and you know, what can we do this weekend and what are we like, doing? What do you think about aliens? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah shit like that too. <laughs> I love it. Cause um, I, I've had so many deep conversations with you. Like besides like my cousin back home, I don't think I talk to you like I would talk to anybody else because our just level of understanding and our strong communication with each other over this past 10 years has just been so great and still improving. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just have profound conversations, like the one we're having right now. Is it profound? Well. 
think it's a pretty good conversation. It's pretty standard. Yeah, it's a good conversation. Um, But yeah, I guess that would be like if I were to leave you with a piece of advice about like keeping something fresh in a relationship is to just kind of break out of that routine and A, to like recognize when you're getting into a routine and be willing to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Eat a different dinner. Eat different in a different spot. Yeah, and just to like... Like, if I come home and you're working and then I just go do my thing, like, you got to stop it right there and just be like, okay, hey, let's look at this for a second. Let's go do something. Yeah. Or you stop that and let's do something together. Jesus, Lucy, yeah. what are you doing here? Lucy's getting antsy. She wants to play with me. I think she's signaling that it's time to wrap this up. Wrap up. <laughs> um, cool. So that was fun. Um... Thank you, Jordan, for coming on and for sharing your insights with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. So great. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear from you listeners on this as well, is um, if you are in a relationship, have you ever encountered any challenges when it comes to communication? I feel like that's such an obvious question because, like, we all experience challenges with communication, but like if you have encountered something like that, like what did you do to work your way through it? And what have you found that has helped you open the lines of communication in your relationships, whether romantic or not? So as always, thank you so much for your time and your energy and for allowing us to hang out in between your ears. I'll be back with you next week with another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast. Have a great day.